Merry Christmas. My name is Father Bryce coming to you from Holy Cross in Morgan City. And welcome to uh, The Cross Stands, a, a podcast which is starting out as our Christmas gift to you. I can't tell you how many times over the past six months I've heard things like, Father, I, I've been Catholic all my life and I never knew that before. Father, I, I wish I understood better what the Bible means or well, why the church teaches which she teaches on this or that thing. Uh, Father, I, I wish I knew more. I, I wish I could explain my faith to my friends who, who don't believe or, or, or who are having some moments of doubt. Father, I, I just, I just want to know the faith. Uh, so, so Merry Christmas. Uh, this is our Christmas gift to you uh, from Holy Cross. Answers to your questions about the Bible, to your questions uh, about the faith. There's this book called The Catechism of the Catholic Church. And what that is, is a summary of all the teachings of, of the church. It's, uh, it explains to us what the Bible means in many, many places and gives us a, a short, succinct explanation of what the Bible means, uh, what has been passed on from Peter and Paul to Timothy and to Titus and to Mark and, and to uh, from John to Irenaeus to Polycarp to all the rest, down and down and down the centuries, to know about Jesus and to encounter like the person of Jesus Christ truly today in our lives. So what we're going to do is for the next six months, uh, we're going to have a podcast three times a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And all we're going to do is have a mm, summary of a summary of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. I'm just going to explain uh, what the church teaches and, and why she teaches what she teaches, and, and we're going to move forward together. Um, I'll probably have uh, at least one other person here on the podcast from time to time uh, as we walk together um, in this journey through just the basics of of the what the Bible means, just the basics of what the church teaches handed down from the apostles as we walk together. So, Merry Christmas. I look forward to being with you three times a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I do hope that this can uh, answer those questions that you've had maybe maybe, maybe all your life as you read the Bible or, or came to church. Or I uh, hope that it can help us to, to know Jesus better so that we might love him better. So let's get started. Why do I exist? Why am I here on earth? It's two kind of famous questions, uh, at least for one generation of Catholics, are these. Who made me? The answer is, God made me. Why did God make me? God made me to know, love, and serve Him in this life, and to be with Him forever in the next. What's, what's the meaning of life? What's the purpose of life? What's the goal of life? To know, love, and serve God in this life. And then to be with Him forever in the next. We're, we're going to talk about knowing God a little bit more in, in a second. But for now, what does it mean then to be with God forever? What, what, well, that, that's heaven. So, so what is heaven? Uh, what is heaven like? On the one hand... The Bible tells us, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it so much as dawned upon man 
what God has prepared for those who love him. So the Bible certainly tells us that we can't know everything about heaven. The Bible indicates to us that as as human beings uh, wounded by original sin, the fall of Adam and Eve, that we can't fathom all of heaven. It, it's our minds are too small to understand heaven. At the same time, though, the Bible gives us glimpses into heaven, such as the book of Revelation, which pulls back the veil uh, to heaven. Paul talks about heaven in Thessalonians, for example. There are visions of, of the end times and of heaven in uh, the book of the prophet Daniel. Uh, Jesus speaks about the kingdom of heaven, especially of our preparedness for the kingdom of heaven and how we ought to be like little children, like a deeply trusting in God, being brought up into heaven. So, so we, know, we don't know everything about heaven. We, we can't right now, but we do know some things about heaven. And St. Augustine, he said this about heaven. Heaven is when I am completely united to God and there will be no more sorrow or trials. Entirely full of you, my life will be complete. As we spend this time together, uh, we're, we're going to use some images and we're going to use some uh, analogies. And all of our analogies fall short of the actual reality of God because God is bigger than we un- can understand. But analogies help us to get close, uh, to get closer than we were towards understanding the mystery of God. So St. Augustine says that in heaven, my life will be complete. Entirely full of you, my life will be complete. So the, the, the most helpful image, at least for me, about heaven is completeness. All of my unfulfilled desires, all of my deep longings and wants, they're all gone. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. It's like after a, a long journey or a really intense workout, and just get a bottle of water. I don't chug it because that's never comfortable. But a cool glass of water, a cool bottle, just drink the bottle of water. Oh man, I never knew water could taste so good. Man, I was so tired and I lost so much fluid and now I'm satisfied. Or a good meal, especially after a day of fasting. Not not one where I gorge myself, not one where I eat more than my stomach can can handle, but I'm hungry. There's a good hot meal, preferably with friends around the table. I put my fork and my knife down at the end and that was good. I feel refreshed. I feel joyful. I'm complete. I'm content. You know, in in our fast-paced world today with so many distractions, it's it's really easy to try to race from one pleasure to to the other. Uh, I'm going to I don't know. I'm going to play a game on my phone while I eat my food or I'm going to see how many likes I've got on Instagram or what my streak is on Snapchat or, or, or whatever uh, while I while I sit on the porch or, or while I sit down to eat dinner. I'm going to run to this, that, next thing. But, but I think heaven's more like just 
sitting on the porch after a nice meal and looking at the sunset and having some good people with you. Complete satisfied. So who made me? God made me. Why did God make me? To love and to serve Him in this life and to be with Him forever in the next. And what does heaven look like if we persevere in a state of grace having received the gift of baptism? It looks like contentment, completeness, fullness. So when Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, a big part of that is to be complete. I mean, that's what the word perfect means. Complete. Fulfilled. Thoroughly done. That's our destiny. That's our journey. So long as we stay faithful to God. So long as we don't reject His grace. So long as we confess our sins and receive His forgiveness. So how do we know it? How do we know that God's there? There's this good God who gives us all these promises, but but, but how do we know that that God's real, that these things are not just some fairy tale. The, the, the Catechism of the Catholic Church gives us two uh, broad reasons. We know God from the world. There's a part in Genesis where God tells Abraham, or Abram at the time, he says, hey, come outside and count the stars if you can. You ever counted the stars? Ever go outside at night, especially if you live like not in the city? I just looked up. Man, one of my favorite things about visiting my parents in Church Point is that at nighttime I can go outside and there's a lot less light. I can look and count the stars. I'm filled with awe, filled with amazement or wonder. St. Paul says in Romans chapter 1 that ever since the creation of the world, God's invisible nature is made known to us because it is God's nature is clearly perceived in the things that he made. Look at the sun and the moon and the stars and the oceans and the mountains. Be caught breathless by the beauty of the world. And know that God, there's a God who made it. St. Augustine issues a challenge. Question the beauty of the earth. Question the beauty of the sea. Question the beauty of the air distending and diffusing itself. Question the beauty of the sky. Question all these realities. All respond. See, we are beautiful. Their beauty is a profession. These beauties are subject to change. Who made them if not the beautiful one who is not subject to change? Who made all these beauties which change? The flowers, they wilt and they die. And then they come back next spring. The mountains were not always there and they won't always be there. The stars rotate in their course or rather we rotate and see them differently. They come to birth, they burn out. Over so many years. But the one who made them. The beautiful one. God. 
He doesn't change. And that takes us into the second way that we know that God is, at least as the catechism tells us, is a human person. Like when I look at myself, especially when I'm in awe of creation, and then I look at myself, I realize I didn't make myself. And and my goals, my desires, my longings are outside of me. I didn't make myself. And whatever my goals in life are, like they're not contained within me. Like I'm dependent. I'm dependent on my parents and who procreated me with God. I'm dependent upon such simple things like food and water, like like sleep, like human relationships, lest I descend into madness. I'm dependent. I'm not I'm not independent. That's a lie. I need to be in a certain temperature and and have certain external conditions to even survive. And my parents, they didn't make themselves either. And neither did their parents or their parents or their parents. But more importantly than that, like I can't make myself keep existing nobody can can choose to to continue to exist somebody came up to me after mass the other day and asked a question she said father what um all right i could get the fact that somebody had to make me and somebody had to make my parents and this and that but what about god like who who made god and of course, the answer is nobody made God, but that's a good question. Like, how could God exist without being created? Well, um, it, it's something like this. You and I, we, we exist. We are. That means we have existence. And you and I are a certain kind of thing. I'm a human being. You're a human being. So I am a human being who exists. Now, my dog, Lucy. Lucy, the dog, she exists. But she's a different kind of thing than you or than me. She's, She's a dog. So Lucy and I and you, we all exist. But you and I are a certain kind of thing. We're humans. And Lucy is a different kind of thing. She's, she's a dog. Well, God, God isn't a thing at all. God is just existence. So I'll say it this way. For us, there's a question of that something is, that it exists, and what something is. I exist and I'm a human. For God, what God is is existing. God is, you could say, the principle of existence of all things. God creates the world, not just whenever he created the world at the Big Bang or or whatever, however he did that. But God continues to create the world right now. Because you and I don't have the principle of our own existence within us. Nor did our parents, nor did our grandparents, nor did our great-grandparents, nor did anybody before them. 
but we depend on something else because we can't will ourselves into existence. And, and so there has to be something, some or some not thing, but there has to be some existent, something, but not a thing, that just exists. And that is God. So what's the meaning of life? <laughs> to know, love, and serve God in this life and to be with him in the next. Because God made me. Because God sustains me in being. And to be with him forever in the next is to be complete, to be full, to be filled. And if we doubt that, if you struggle, if you doubt, struggle to doubt heaven or struggle to believe in heaven, if you struggle from time to time to believe in God's existence, I offer you what St. Augustine offers. Question the beauty of the earth, the beauty of the sea, the beauty of the air. Question the beauty of the sky and all respond. See, we are beautiful. And make that authentic prayer. Lord, help me see the beautiful one. Lord, I don't even know if you exist right now, but, but, but I, I'm trying. I, I'm questioning. Help me to see you, the beautiful one. Help me to see you, the grounding of my existence. So that's who we are and who God is in, in a nutshell. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Come back on Friday and we'll have a new episode. Make sure and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, where, wherever you are. Please subscribe, like, leave us, leave us a review so other people... Uh, can find the podcast. And uh, until next time, God bless you.